First of all, I just want to thank Steve. Uh, I think everyone probably saw on the chat. Steve set up a website. Um, so every, every shear, I have to upload the past Samaka shear, but um, at least when we started taping, probably about uh, two months ago. But uh, thank you, Steve. You can download them. You can listen at a faster speed. Um, and it's really an amazing thing. So thank you, Steve, for doing that. And um, I think he set up a podcast. I don't even know. Say again? More Torah. More Torah. Absolutely. So um, we don't have to send it on the chat anymore. <clears throat> All right. Today should be our foolish name. Chayas Vatila Basar Yal Tzipora. Chaim Lerdar Yal. Eitan Moshe Chaim Ben Esther. Mayatzivi Basar Nadar. And for a Ilu Nishama. For some Yishon Reis. And Sirius Vatila Basar Yal. Okay. So we are now up to... We're in the middle of talking about the Chamisha Kolos. We said that if someone goes ahead and is Mesameh Chasen Vakala, the Mesameh Chasen, we saw the whole thing about uh, last week of Chanan Wasserman, that the mitzvah is really more for the for the Chasen. But we left off in the middle just to finish the last couple lines. And it says, um, so let's just start from the last lines, Vimesamcho. So about uh, 10 lines up from the bottom, Vimesamcho, the last three words in the line. <coughs> if. On Vavam Rebez, I'm sorry, Vavam Rebez. V'imisamcho, and if you are misameach, you are zocha to be, cause happiness and joy to the chasson, ma'as charo. Armin Shumlevi, zocha Torah shenidim chamisha kolos, you are zocha to being makabel, to acquiring the Torah through the chamisha kolos. Shenemar v'hibe yom ha'shlishi v'yoz aboka on the third day, v'hikol sivrakim, there was kolos, which is plural, and thunder, v'on and kovin, a thick cloud, and a harv, v'kol shofar, it's three, v'hikol ha'shofar, four, v'hikim yinenu b'kol. Gemara says, Aniv, is it that all Vaksiv Vachola Romus Akolos? There should be two more. There was another passage that says, All of B'nai Israel saw the voices. So the Gemara says, Osan Kolos, they called them Matan Torah. No, those Kolos were before Matan Torah. And we're talking about in order to be Zocha, to be Makabel, the Torah, it was actually done after. It had to be after Har Sinai to be included in this phrase. Okay. Rabbi Vo, Omar Ki'ilu Hikriv Toda. Anyone who is Mesameach, Lachasan, it's as if you were makriv toda, and toda, obviously, it's a carbon of giving thanks. So obviously, that engendered a sense of, of happiness. So therefore, that's what it's equated to. Shnei mar mevim toda, beis Hashem. <clears throat> we bring a carbon toda to the house of Hashem. And Rav Nachman says, You rebuilt one of the destructive areas, the chorva, an area that's destroyed and desolate. You rebuilt it. Shnei mar ki ashiv I will go ahead and I will return the captivity of the land as it was first. Okay, so here's where we are up to. We just have to finish that sugya. Anyone who possesses a fear of HaKadosh Baruch a fear of Shemayim, Devar of Nishman, his words are, he, are, are heeded to. People pay attention to him. And the reason is because if you give Tochacha to someone, and if you go ahead and give rebuke to someone, and you yourself are Yerush Shemayim, no one's going to accuse you of being a hypocrite. We say, before you go ahead and decorate, adorn yourself before you go ahead and complain about other people. But if you yourself are Yari Shemaim and you're a Shomer Torah Mitzvah, you're Tocha, Tocha, When you go ahead and give rebuke, it will be listened to and people will pay attention to it much more because it's authentic. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, Sof Tavar Kol Nishma, Esel Kim The sum of the of the matter is, when all has been heard, you'll fear Hashem. So what is Kizekol HaAdam? What does it mean, Kizekol HaAdam, at the end of the Pasuk? So, The whole world was only created for this type of person, someone who's a Yari Shemaim and a Shomer Torah Mitzvos. Rabbi Abba Bar Kahana, This individual is so holy that the whole world is on one side, 
and this person on the other side, they come out equal. Rabbi Shimon ben Azai Omer, I mean, Rabbi Shimon ben Zoma, Omar, Omer, Kola, Olam Kula, Lo Nivra, El Tzavos, Azeb. No, it doesn't mean that this person's equal to everyone else. It means that everyone else's function in this world is really to be Mishamish, this person, to give him all the social needs, all the material needs he, he, he needs, so that he can go ahead and be a true Ever Hashem. Okay. Kizek Kol Adam. The Sovtavar Kol Nishma. Yeah, the words will be listened to. A Kol Nishma. Sovtavar. The bottom line is, if you are a, a Yerushalayim, a Kol Nishma, all your words are going to be listened to. So Vamer Vichelbo Amar Vuna Kol Shiyadei Bechaveru Shurogil Litein L'Shalom. So this is very important. So we always tell our kids to say hello to someone, whether they're the, the top of the ladder, the bottom of the ladder. You go and say hello to someone. So the Gemara says, anyone who knows that a person always greets you with a happy smile in the morning and says, good morning, Shalom Aleichem, Yaktim L'Shalom. You should go ahead and preempt him and be proactive. Don't wait for him to say good, good morning to you. Go back and say good morning to him first. Meaning, preempt him and say good morning to him first. Shinamar, Ba'ke Shalom V'rat Go ahead and seek shalom and chase after it. Vim nasano. But if this other gentleman goes and says to you, hello, shalom aleichem first, v'lo hichsir, and you didn't return it, you didn't respond to him in kind, nikra gazlan, you're actually called a thief. Why? Shinema v'atem bi'artem akerem. You went ahead and you consumed the vineyard. The stolen property of a, of a poor person is in your house. What's going on here? But what happened if it's the opposite? Because if you are the one who should be the first one to say shalom, you may cause, if the other person will not say shalom, you may cause him to be a gazlan. Right, so this doesn't really qualify as lifne either. It's not going to qualify as... I mean, just telling you what the proper derech is. It's not an or not, but you're called a gazlan. The question is, we're going to see a halacha from this, but why does it say gazel asarim What does it mean that you're stealing from the poor person, even if you steal from a wealthy person? You, it's stealing. Why does the Pasuk say you, you've consumed a, a vineyard, you, the stolen property of an ani is in your house, and it's considered gazela, even if you can z- steal from a wealthy person? Because the truth is, the only thing you can steal from someone who doesn't have any material assets is their dignity. So <clears throat> here, an ani only has that, that... He's saying hello to you, and you don't respond to him. That's all he has, a little bit of dignity. So at least say shalom to him. So why not what? Meaning, that's the, it's so much more when you steal from a poor person, it's so much more egregious. Even though that item taken is the same one sheet, it's so much more egregious when Yeah, it's, it's getting to another topic. Kolo Omar Omar Davitoy and Chota, it's a whole separate topic. But no, yeah. I'm talking about the Musr. I didn't oh, oh, okay, okay. okay. Okay, yeah. The Musr that the Nazi was yeah. he took one sheet from a guy who has one sheet. Correct, correct. All right, that was Nasananovi. So now, so the time, okay, so the halach is, by the way, Right, that was more of a of a, uh, of a physical uh, physical possession that he had. Okay, so we're going to see later on the Gemara Daf Yudalit actually says that Kolanosin Shalom Lechaver Kodum Shispalok Before you daven, you're not allowed to go ahead and say Shalom to someone because Shalom is Hashem's name. Gemara says you be able to say Tzafra Demara Tavi. You can say 
top of the morning to you, but you really shouldn't go ahead and say Shalom Aleichem to someone. In fact, the Mishnah Brewer says, and this is very, very practical, it says in, in Simon Peites, I'm talking about Hechos Tefillah, it says, Hu adin im holech beves ha-knesses mimakam ha-kavu'alo lemakam chavero litin l'shalom. Let's say in, our, in the Rand Sanctuary, you have two aisles to go down to the front seats, not by the mechitzas, but in the middle, right? You can go down column A or column B. If you normally go down column A to get to your makam kavua, and you see your buddy who's over by column B, you should not, by aisle B, you should not walk out of your way in the morning to say good morning to him, and go, you should go make a beeline to your, your makam. Says the Mishnah Bura, going out of your way, even in shul, to go say good morning to someone on your way to Davin is incorrect if that's not the shortest route to get to your, your place. Before Davin, you don't take care of anything else. You go ahead and give a Baruch Hu his, his props, so to speak. He deserves our morning. Okay. Today we say shalom, uh, yeah, yeah. We don't say we don't use the word shalom. shalom? That's what they say. Safra the Mara the We say top of the morning to you. If you have to say it, you don't say Hashem's name. Okay. Vaiter. Gemara continues now on the daf, top of daf Zion. How do we know that Kadosh Baruch Hu actually davens? Kadosh Baruch Hu says, I will bring them to my uh, holy mountain. I will bring them joy in the house of my tefillah. Says Rabbi Yochanan, he doesn't say he doesn't say the house of their tefillah, of B'nai Israel's tefillah, but Ela tefillasi, my tefillah. From here we see that Kaddish Baruch Hu is Mispalel. Now we all know the Gemara in Masechus Rosh Hashanah that talks about when it says Vayavor Hashem Al Panov Vayikra that Kaddish Baruch Hu passed in front of Moshe, Moshe passed in front of Kaddish Baruch Hu. He was Kaddish Baruch Hu was Misatev Patalis. The Gemara there says that he actually wrapped himself in his talis and he showed Moshe the Yud Gimomidos. So here the Machlokas whether he actually davened or did he show Moshe how to daven? That's a Machlokas we showed him. What does it mean here? But assuming. Yeah, right, but, but think about it. We're going to talk about this in a second. We daven to ask for needs. Why would a Kodesh Baruch Hu daven? What does he need that he can't give himself? No, understood. So, tefillin, is, he's, he's we reflecting... Also, we also give Shavach to a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Not we give Shavach to a Kodesh Baruch Hu. This is a Kodesh Baruch Hu himself davening. Right, so the Pesukim that we brought early was, was based on the Berdichev, right? Kedusha Zalevi said, everything that we do is two sides of the coin. We re... We re, we re Relate to Kaddish Baruch in a certain ways, giving him Shevach, and he, Kibiachal, gives us Shevach. Right. But here he's davening to himself. That's what the Gemara is going to say. My Matzli, what does he actually say? That's an example of this, Just Oh, so we'll see in a second. Exactly. So, Amar Rav, Yiratzen says to Kaddish Baruch the following Yiratzen may be my will. Milifne, Sheyikvashu Rachamai is Kasai. My Racham should always outweigh my anger. Viagolu Rachamai Midosai. And similarly, my Racham should outweigh. My mida kinegin mida. <clears throat> Normally, when I do mida kinegin mida, that is the way, that's, that's what the Avudraham says in the Siddur, what's talking about here, that normally mida kinegin mida means a Baruch Hu is just, but he, he works based on the, on the set of rules. If you do something bad, you get something bad in the same context. But my racham should outweigh my mida kinegin mida, my anger, my characteristic of anger. Vesnoig, and I should behave in bini, bimidas in banai, bimidas rachamim, with the characteristic trait of rachamim, ve'ekones lahem lefnim shrasadin. And I should go beyond, I should extend beyond what the din actually calls for, I'm more likely to have rachamim then. So to follow this up, Tanya Rabbi Rabbi Shmuel ben Lisha Pamacha says Rabbi Shmuel, 
Pamachas, one time, Nichnasti Lahaktik Torahs Lifnai Lifnim. Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha was a was the Kohen Gadol during the second Beis Hamikdash. He was one of the Asara Haruge Malchus, and we know that he only went Lifnai Lifnim, which is a synonym for the Kodesh Hakadoshim, once a year. On Yom Kippur, Vraisi Achorsiel, I. I saw Achorsiel. Machlokas, whether this is Akadosh Baruch himself or this was a Malach. The Pasuk says that no one else is allowed, no one else can come into the Kodesh Kadoshim when the Kohen is there. And we say that it can't even be a Malach because the Malach has upon him, says the Gemara, of the face of, the face of a man. So those who say that this can only be referring to Hashem, it's because during the Kodesh Kadoshim, when he enters the Holy of Holies, on Yom Kippur, no other man can be there. Since a Malach had a face, Achwasil, and he was in the uh, Kodesh Kadoshim, it must have been Hashem. The others who say, no, it's referring to a Malach of Hashem. So I saw Hashem sitting there, Al-Kisiram Benisa, V'Omar Lishmal Bini Berchani. Akosh Baruch Hu says to the, to the Kohen Godol, Lishmal Benisha, bless me. So I said to him, the same thing now in the, in, just in the second person. May be the will of you, that you should go ahead and conquer. Your Rachim should conquer, should outweigh, should be more powerful than your anger. And similarly, your Rachim should go ahead and outweigh your, your attribute of Midah, which is based on Din. You should always go ahead and relate to us through your um, attribute of mercy. Kosh gave me a wink, so to speak. He nodded. What do we learn out from here? There's a lot to say about this. The bracha of a commoner should not be um, diminished in your eyes, meaning it still has value. In the eyes of a Kosh Baruch though, he's a, he's a hedyot. Yeah, for us, correct. So let's just do a couple things there. So, First of all, let's just, someone just asked before, what is the purpose of HaKadosh Baruch Hu davening? So what is the purpose? He has everything. So let's take one step back. Why do we daven? So we daven basically to ask for our needs. But what if someone has everything that he needs? W- would we still daven? Of course. Why? Let's, let's take the following example. <clears throat> we know that having to daven to HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates a relationship with us. I want to read you the final Gemara in Yuma Daf Ayin Hei Yom Aleph. Look what it says here. It says, Bohr Eshlo Kimidas Kolshbarku Midas Basavadam. What we do, how we act, is totally different than how a Kodesh Baruch Hu acts. Midas Basavadam Maknidas Chavero Yorid Imolachayev. When we want to provoke someone, we harass them all day. When humans want to bother and get, really get under, stare someone, get under their skin, we don't stop provoking them and harassing them all day long. However, Avak Kodesh Baruch Hu is totally different. Ain't okay. How do we know this? Kilil Esanachash. He went ahead and he gave the Nachash from Gan Eden. He, he cursed him, right? And he said, You'll have no more legs. You'll always be crawling. So, what is going to say there? When, when the snake is found in the crevices of broken down buildings, he's on the, he's on the floor or if he's on the roof, he always has food. Yorid Lamato is on the bottom floor. He always has food. So, how is this a punishment? He always has food. Halavai, we'd always have food. Says the Shem Shmuel, that's exactly the Onesh. When you don't need HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kivyachol, you have no relationship with him. That was the Onesh. He didn't need to daven to Hashem because he had everything. 
So the fact that he had no relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's the ownership of the snake. It's not a good thing that you have everything that you need and you're not taloi, you're not dependent on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Fakir, it says the Shemesh Shmuel. That's the beautiful thing about davening. It creates a dependency. That dependency creates a relationship. Rabbi Goldberg always says, when, when his grand, if, his, if his children would ever stop needing the credit card as a joke, they wouldn't call from Israel. As a joke, he says this, but it's no, tongue-in-cheek. No, no, no. He's, he's serious. He's serious, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. We have, we have someone who's no gay with <laughs> How is it when he first got married with you, I have to ask? All right, we'll have to scratch that. Steve, scratch this part from the uh, download. Okay, maybe just blur that 10 seconds out. But the point is, when you need someone, you, you have a relationship with them. That was done. So even if we had everything we need, we would still go ahead and dive into a Kaddish Baruch. It's a beautiful thought of the Shemi Shmuel. Next. We also say that um, this, this, Shlotei Birchaz Hedjot Kala Beinacha, we have a Gemara elsewhere that says that both David, both Dov, David received a bracha from, from um, David received the bracha and Daniel received the bracha, the Gemara says elsewhere, both from Hedyotos. That's not, the Gemara says Onsa, I forgot who it was. It was uh, definitely a Hedyot, not, the Gemara doesn't refer to Barzillai. Um, they both received brachos from Hedyot. And why do we have to bring this source here? So the, the answer is that there, in that case, they already gave the, the brachos, Daniel and David received the brachos, so they did not disgrace them. Here, the limud is that you can even ask for a Kodesh Baruch who actually said, B'ni Barcheni. Kodesh Baruch who went to Rabbi, uh, to Rabbi Yochanan and said, bless me. So we see that even if someone, and, they, and the brachas were chal by David and Daniel. So it's not only once you received it, don't mock the brachas. You can even go out of your way to go ahead and to request a bracha. So it's a tremendous, uh, tremendous uh, lesson in there that uh, we shouldn't go ahead and decide who's considered a hedyot, who's considered a, a gadol. If you get a bracha from someone... Always go ahead. Who was Daryosh? Daryavish. It was Daryavish. Thank you. Daryavish. Darius the king gave Daniel a bracha. Thank you. Thank you, Ayal. Thank you, Ayal. So, correct. It was Daryavish that gave the bracha to Daniel. And he was considered, compared to Daniel, the Yavish Amelech, Darius the king, was, uh, who elected and gave the proclamation, and then Cyrus, to go ahead and rebuild the second base of Miklash and let Ezra go back. He gave him a bracha, and, but we saw that that bracha was already given by the Yavish, and we didn't mock it. Here, our Kodesh Baruch is actually going out of his way, Barcheni Bini, that's the Limud here. Okay, Vaitar, the Gemara says, From Rabbi Yochanan, Mishun Rabbi Yossi, Minayin Shein Miratzin, Lodal Mishas Kaso, how do we know that we never try to appease someone when they are in their full fit of anger? <coughs> My, my, uh, my face will go, meaning, and I will give you rest. Meaning, let my face calm down, and then I can talk with you. Wait for me until my face of anger passes by. Then I can go ahead and make you more comfortable. <clears throat> I, can, I can talk with you. Is HaKadosh Baruch Hu really ever angry? Is there ever a time where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is so angry that he has to say to Moshe, give me a few minutes so I can calm down? In, yeah. Oh, multiple times. So here it says, Disanya, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gets angry every single day. Every single day, says the Pasuk. And how long does this uh, anger last? Rega, a split moment. So define rega. Echad mechameshis ribo ushmona salafim ushmona meos 
Ushmona Vishmona Bishai. It is one fifty-eight thousandth eight hundred and eightieth of an of a uh, of an hour, which basically translates into one sixteenth of a second. Kadush every day gets angry at Bnei Israel one sixteenth of a second. Okay, Bishazuvi Regov ain't kobir yechol lechavinosa. Shah chutz mi bilam rasha. This is an amazing Gemara. No one can understand when this one sixteenth of a second actually occurs, except Bilam Arasha. And this is perplexing. Gemara says, how do we know that, that Bilam knew when this one second was? This one sixteenth of a second was? Because the Pasuk says, Viodea das Elyon. He knew, he knew the inner thinki- thinkings, inner thoughts of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So the Gemara says, Hashda das behem Whoa, 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 whoa. He couldn't even predict what his donkey was going to say. On the way to Moab, he got into an argument with one of the, um, with, one, with his donkey, with one of the emissaries of Moab, started asking him, why, if you're going to curse B'nai Israel, why are you riding on a slow donkey? So Gemara says, it's and, and, and Sanhedrin, he says, because my horse is, is, uh, is, is uh, out grazing, he's by the lake today, he couldn't take him. So then the, the horse says, the, the donkey says, what do you mean? You've been riding on me all these years. He says, uh, yeah, only when, you, you know, and then they go back and forth and back and forth. And the last thing the donkey says, you go ahead and commit bestiality with me every night, says the Gemara Vodazara and, and Sanhedrin. And he was embarrassed. Bilam had no response, no retort to the donkey. Didn't he hit the donkey? No, that's the, we'll get to that in a second. Yes, that's what the Chumash says, but this is the... He, he couldn't even, you could also just say you don't have to come to this Gemara. He couldn't see what the donkey was seeing. The donkey saw the Malachamavis with a sword in his hand and he, could, and he still hit the donkey three times. So either it could be referring to that, it could be referring to this response. He didn't predict right. what the donkey was going to say. He doesn't know what an animal thinks and you're telling me he knows exactly when a Kaddish Baruch gets angry? Pelaplam, it doesn't even make sense. Ela melamed, it's not that he knew the inner thoughts of a Kaddish Baruch he was able to time this one sixteenth of a second perfectly. And this is what he's told them. This is what he said. Uh, he says, remember what, uh, my nation, remember what uh, Balak advised to do. So the end of that pasuk, it says, We know that Balak hired, he was a gun, Bilam was a, a gun for hire to curse B'nai Israel. And the end of that pasuk says, Leman das tzidko Hashem, so that you will know the righteousness of a Kaddish Baruch all the charities that he did with you. So Amr Allah, Rebbe Lezer, Amr Kaddish Baruch Yisrael, do, you guys should know, says Kaddish Baruch Hu. you should know, kamet tzidko sasisimachem, how much charity, how much righteous acts I did with you. Shlo ka'asti bimei bilam harasha, that I did not get angry at B'nai Israel all the days that Bilam Rasha was trying to curse you. Shilmole ka'asti, because if I was in fact really going to get angry, and I in fact did get angry while Bilam was alive, he knew that one sixteen second, and if he would have done something while I had my cast against you, not one of B'nai Israel, you guys would have been entirely wiped out. That's how much tzedakah, that's how much I love you, that I didn't go ahead because I knew the power of Bilam. I knew that he was going to go ahead and capitalize on this one second that I was angry. And if he were to go ahead, and we'll see from Tosos in a second, curse you during that one second, because I was angry, it would have taken effect. 
That's exactly where Bilam says to Balak. Eventually, how can I curse them? If Kodesh Baruch didn't curse them, how can I get angry with them? Hashem. And that if Hashem didn't get angry with them, how could I get angry with them? And this is to show that the tzedakah that Hakadosh Baruch Hu did with us, Milamid, Shikol Osan Hayom, and this comes to teach us that all the days that Bilam was around, Lozam Hashem did not get angry. So before we go on, just a few amazing pieces here. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu, yeah. So there's three times, yeah. We basically said, wait till you hear what I say. I'll I'll direct you. I'll tell you what to say. The Gemara doesn't address that here. So three things. First of all, it says Kel Zoeim B'Chol Yom. What is Kel Zoeim B'Chol Yom? We know that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the pasuk says Hashem gets angry every single day. Kel is. We know that there's different lashonos. We discussed last week Hashem Mefurash. We have the word Alif Dalit, then Nud Yud. That is Midas Hadin and Elokim. Is midas arachamim. Sorry, alkim is midas adin, and the opposite. Kel is also a lashon of midas arachamim. So kel zoeim bechol yom means as follows: that why does it say kel since midas arachamim? Why didn't they use the lashon of midas adin? Just like think about like a mortgage. If you have a mortgage on your house, you have a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage. By definition, you're not paying it out at one time. You won't be able to to absorb that hit. Kel zoim bechol yom. who gets angry at us, but it's midas arachamim. If he was to take the anger out. Mida connected Mida in one lump sum, we wouldn't be able to absorb it. So every day, the Achronim say, every day he takes a little bit of anger out to, to meet out a small amount. That's why it says, Kelzoim, he used the Lashon of Midas Arachimim when he gets angry, because if it was really Midas Adin and he'd really give us what we deserve, it would wipe us out. Look at this amazing Tosvos. This Tosvos has practical implications, La Lacha, the top Tosvos. It says, If I was to get angry during the lifetime of Bilam, and Bilam would have capitalized on that, there would be nothing left in you. Says Tosvos, What could Bilam actually have accomplished? He could have accomplished in that one sixteenth of a second to wipe out all of B'nai Israel, millions of people. So he says, Yesh Lomar, Kalein. He would have said the one word, Kalein. He would have dove into Hashem, Kalein, end them. And in that one sixteenth of a second, the word Kalein would have ended all B'nai Yisrael. Look what Tosa says after that. Inami, and this has halachic implications. Inami me'acher shahaya matchil kilaso. As long as he started the klala during that one sixteenth of a second, ba'usa shon, that one sixteenth of a second, hayamazik afil achokan. As long as you started the klala during the zman, so to speak, you could finish it afterwards. Okay? He didn't have to finish the klala. It could have been a 10 minute klala. But if he started the klala during that one sixteenth of a second, Oh, very good. So, good. Okay, yeah. So the Kaja Glover, the Kaja Glover was, with Ari Tzvi Frommer, he was, took over, he was the Rashiva of Chachmei Lubin, Yeshiva's Chachmei Lubin, after Mary Shapiro, the founder of the Dafyomi, the Rashiva of Chachmei Lubin, uh, was Nifter, so he took over. And the Kaja Glover says something amazing. He says, I want you to know, I heard from the Shizcha Rebbe, that if someone starts Kriyashma with a minute to go in the Zman, but doesn't finish it, it's okay. He's Malamid based on this Tosfos. The Tosfos says, since if you start something during the Zman, even if you're saying it will extend beyond the Zman, it's okay based on this. Now the Shulchan Arach and the Magan Avram do not paskin like that, and nor does the Mishnah Burah. Basically, they say that if you are, you don't, you don't start Kriyashma or Tefillah with a minute to go. If you're not going to finish it, 
um, in the proper time. And this is, the, this is what it says in the Mishnah Brewer and Simon Pei, in um, Nun Ches, which is Shema, and then again, Pei Tes, in Hilchos Tefillah, Shema Nesrei, says it's not so passionate if you're not going to finish the tefillah in the designated time, meaning you're not going to complete that tefillah before this man is over, you sh- it's better not to start it. And the Magen Avram, listen to what he says here. The Magen Avram concurs with that and says the Shulchan Aruch in Simon Kufiot, he says, Bishas Atchak, in the time of emergency, meaning you're, it's, uh, it's, it's a diff- it's, you're, you're pushed up against the wall, so to speak. You're traveling, or you're in a place where you're very busy, and it's not a place for you, for you to stop and dive in. Oh, you're middle of something, and you're afraid that if you start to dive in, people are going to harass you and bother you, and you're not going to be able to concentrate. You're not going to be able to complete the davening. Or you're not able to have kavana. Now, being the you're middle of uh, times. I'm just giving an example. You're middle of a public place. You're in middle of a public place, and it's impossible to go ahead and kavana. So he says, but you will be able to have kavana for the shorter havinenu when you get to later on with tefillah. Sir, what's tefillah havinenu? Later in the Gemasach, the tefillah havinenu is when you say the first three brachos and the last three brachos and the thirteen middle brachos are combined into one bracha. So it shaves off a few minutes of, of Shimon Esrei. He says, if you want to find yourself in those circumstances, he says, mispalo achar gimel rishonos havinenu v'omer achara gimel achronos. Just say havinenu. Say the first three, the one bracha that comprised all 13, and the last 13, says, and the last three, says the Shulchan Aruch. B'Sha'as HaTchak, he gave examples what Shas HaTchak was. If you're in the middle of a very public place, if you're, you're not able to concentrate, you know, Magen Avram says three words. B'Sha'as HaTchak, O Sha'overes. Or, it's late in the time, and you won't be able to finish. Then you say Havineinu. Listen to what the Aruch HaShulchan says, this is amazing. Aruch HaShulchan says, the Magen Avram must say... That, that you have to finish before the end of the time. Because if you're able to, as long as, if, you're, if the Magad Avram thought that you're able to daven the tefillah as long as you finish before the end time, then what's the difference if you start Havinein or Shemon It's the same brachos that you're starting for both. Just that the end time is going to be much sooner for Havinein because you're shaving off three, four minutes. So the fact that he redefines the Shah Satchak to tell us that the time, Shah Overes, that you have one minute left in the time slot must be that he holds that if you're not going to finish it within the time slot, don't start it at all. He redefines what the Shulchan Aruch says, Shas Atchak. Shulchan Aruch says, if you're in a place where you're in the middle of a zoo, and you have animals, and you have people, and everyone sees Mincha, you have one minute left, don't say Tefillah Havineinu, say Shorosh Manasrei. But, but he redefines the Shas Atchak, says if you look at the clock, and you see all you have, nothing to do with one minute left. You just, the Shulchan Aruch says, if you just don't, you're not going to be able to concentrate, even if it's two in the afternoon, say the, the Shorosh Manasrei. Magna Avram says, if you only have a minute left, that's what it's talking about. But if you were able to go past the Zvan, the Magna Avram wouldn't say this. He would just say, start. Obviously, he holds like the, Magna Avram holds like the Shulchan Aruch, and like the Mishnah Baruch. The Archal Shulchan says no. Archal Shulchan says no. We see from this Tosfos clearly, as long as you start your tefillah before the time is over, uh, before the time is over, even if your tefillah will extend five, seven, eight minutes, it's okay. So it's a machlokas, the Magen Avram and the Mishnah Baruch with the, with the Archal Shulchan. But it's amazing from Bilam, from Bilam's curse, what the halachas you can learn out from this. Doshua, One other. When he started Ashrei, when he kept the sun. Yeah, so that's right. So there's a cup from Shemesh Yeah. You see this? I mean, you're suited on Purim. You can bench after Purim's over. 
Matzah Shabbos, you say Ritzay in benching after it's over. You started, it doesn't matter that you Right, so that was when you did Maisa Achila, necessarily. This is the Zman for, right, so... This is a Zman for making a bracha. I understand. I'm making a bracha on Shabbos when it's already clearly not Shabbos anymore. Right, because you started and continued. Right, so right. it's not exactly the same, but yes, in other words, you're, you're adding the tefillah there. You say, let's say, even if you go ahead and you start, it's, you do, you're benching on Shabbos, you start the, but the, the, you started the Achila, though, you're benching on the Achila, and the Achila same started concept. before it. No, here's the t- no, 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 you know. No, 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 there's no chiv to bench necessarily while it's still Shabbos. You don't have to bench while it's, no one says you have to bench before Shabbos. The question is whether you add the Safa for the Kedusha of the day after the day is ended. Right. No one says you have to, you have to bench on Shabbos. It's a continuation of, of the, the, the we'll talk about it more after, but it's, it's not, it's not the same thing. By what you're saying. The interesting question is the machlokas. If the interesting machlokas is, by the way, if you if if there's a separate machlokas, a very fascinating machlokas. If Rosh Chodesh starts on Motzei Yantif, and you have to say Yalav Yava Motzei Shabbos, and you started have you started your Shalashudis on Shabbos, but you finish after. Oh, so you so there's a sheet that says you say Yalav Yavu and say how can that be? Shabbos was oh Shabbos was never the same time as Rosh Chodesh. That's a separate machlokas. Maybe we'll get to that eventually. Okay, one other beautiful point, and this is what um, what uh, Alan was referring to. It does say in the uh, Chumash that uh, he didn't listen to the Ason and he hit him. And he, how many times did he hit the Ason? What does the pasuk say? Twice, three times. But what does it say? It should say three pa'amim. It says, Lama Hikisani Zeh, why did you hit me Shalosh Regalim? Interesting, lo, interesting Lashon. Because oh, he used his legs? He hit him with his legs? It's not that what Rashi says, but so, right, three times he tried to, to, to steer, he tried to steer the donkey, and the donkey saw the Malach HaMavis with the, with the uh, uh, sword ready to go ahead and kill him. And he says, Lama Hikisani Zeh Shalosh I'm your Aston that you've been riding all these years. Do you not trust me? And, and he hit him three times. Says Rashi, why does it say Shalosh Regalim? It should have said Shalosh Palmim. This is amazing. So it says, Rashi there says, Ramazlo, so he, that the, the donkey says, Atem Vakish Lako Afilu Hachogeges Shalosh Regalim Bashana. You want to go ahead and um, you want to uproot the nation that goes ahead and observes the Shalosh Regalim. What does this mean? Says the Shem Atov. He says something amazing. Shalosh Regalim shows that you, Bilam, think you control time by, by taking this Gemara into account. You think you control time? The Yidin control time. Shalosh Regalim, who creates... The Gemara in Shabbos says, the, Kedusha, the Gemara in Beit Sadaf Yudzayin says that Shabbos, the Kedusha of Shabbos, is Bama Elav. It comes, we don't have to do anything. Every seventh day is Shabbos. Who creates the Zmanim for the Shalosh Regalim? Knesset, so based on Kiddush HaChodesh. That's why we say... But in Shemona Esrei, Mekadesh HaShabbos. But when it comes to Yontif, Mekadesh Yisrael of Azmanim. Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch is Mekadesh Yisrael, and we are Mekadesh Azmanim. He's telling the Asun, uh, the Asun's telling Bilam, you think you control the time? You're going to get angry when HaKadosh Baruch gets angry? They're the destiny. They control their own time. Shalosh He's saying, the, the Fakir, you think you're going to go ahead and curse B'nai Yisrael during the time that you want? You control HaKadosh Baruch Hu's anger? You control the time? You don't manipulate time. B'nai Israel, this is the nation that controls time. This is by the Shalosh Regalim. That's why he uses the word of Regalim as opposed to Pa'amim. Beautiful. That's why the first mitzvah that they got was... Kiddush mitzvah number four. Nechinuch, beautiful. Okay, so a nice thought of the, of the, uh, of the Shem and Atov. Okay, Viter. Actually, it's nine o'clock.
Okay, we'll pick up tomorrow, Mirza Hashem, from the Sugya. Have an amazing day, everybody.